0: Welcome to the Irresistible You podcast. This is the place to get a dose of empowerment to create the life you crave and deserve. I'm your host, Amy Beltran, CEO and founder of Irresistible University. I'm a confidence coach that empowers women to love themselves by breaking down body image issues so they can lose the emotional weight and gain confidence to look and feel irresistible at any size. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, y'all. Okay. All right. I got to get something off my chest. I got I just got to I got to get this off my chest. (laughs) Um, so I want to share a story with you something that happened recently to me and it really frosted my ass when this happened. Um, and okay, so I had gone back to the doctor for a one month follow up. I had some blood work done and whatnot. And, um, I had lost, uh, seven pounds and like one inch off my waist, something like that. I don't know because I'm, I wasn't like being really obsessive about the number. Um, but I was like down seven pounds and an inch from a month ago and the, um, the the doctor had asked me like, you know, what, like, what are you eating? She wanted to know what kind of meals I'm eating and that kind of thing. And I start and she said, so what about for snacks? And I started to share with her like for snacks, like, you know, I'll have like carrots and hummus and I've been eating grapes. And uh, like, as soon as I said grapes, she like interrupted me, shut me down and was like, Oh no, 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 no. And I was like, what the hell is about to go on right now? She was like, Oh no, grapes are not good. You, sh-. and it was like, I was five years old and it was like, we shouldn't be eating grapes because, and I said, and I just like, honestly, like, if you probably could have seen the look on my face, it was, it just was like everything because I can't keep a straight face with stuff like this. And, um, and I just start kind of like sarcastically giggle and I'm like, grapes are fruit fruit is not bad for you and she's like but it actually yes it can be because it has sugar and blah 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 and then it raises your blood sugar and then it makes you crave more and she went into like the whole science of it and I said listen here's the deal I went many many years I didn't start eating fruit until I was like a grown-ass adult okay I told myself I didn't like it because I never wanted to eat it. And I didn't start eating bananas till I was like 20 something. Okay. I discovered recently that I actually like grapes. I never wanted to try them because I thought they looked really gross. Like I can't like the texture and everything kind of freaked me out. And I started eating grapes and I realized like, oh my God, these are so good. I like grapes. Um, And if I want to eat a bowl of grapes as a snack, I'm going to eat a damn bowl of grapes as a snack, okay? And I, like, kind of had it with her. I was like, listen, you know, I'm going to sit here and eat a grapes versus, like, a bag of chips or uh, how about a six-pack of cupcakes or, you know, all of the same bullshit that I used to eat for so many years as a snack. I'm going to eat grapes. And she like I she kind of just kept going into her spiel and it kind of just became a moment of like having to just agree to disagree at the moment. Here's the deal. And this is why I wanted to share this with you, not to get into like the nitty gritty of like what she said and what I said. That doesn't matter. So this is like the thing that. Oh, my God. This is what powers me up. This is what like fuels my passion for what I do, because so many medical professionals get it wrong. They have one way of looking at this. They have one way of doing this. And flipping out their goddamn BMI chart is not serving anyone. Telling someone who's overweight and who is a recovering emotional binge eater that grapes are not okay is toxic behavior. And it's uncalled for and it just frosts my ass to no end like this kind of stuff. So, I wanted to share this with you all because I know my girls here can relate number 1. I'm sure you've had some BS situation like this with a with a doctor uh, or medical professional. And I want to say to you, I am not a dietitian. I am not a nutritionist. I am not a medical professional. I do not have little fancy letters after my name. I went to college and majored in business communication and human resource management. So I do not have any legal credentials, any professional license credentials when it comes to nutrition and uh, diet, if you will. Okay, But here's what I have and here's what I know. I have been the fat kid since elementary school. I have been the kid who was bullied for her weight. I have been called every name in the book from fat girl to fat whale to people chanting, do you want a donut to thunder thighs to you name it. I have heard it. Okay. All of that manifested into my insecurities, my body image issues, my self-esteem being shattered, and then that manifested into me gaining almost 100 pounds when I got out of high school. And then I was actually morbidly obese and unhealthy and uncomfortable and depressed and anxious and had panic disorder and agoraphobia. I then took all of that And went through years and years of yo-yo dieting, up and down the scale, gain and lose, gain and lose, gain and lose, constantly thinking I was the problem, constantly thinking I was a failure because I just can't stick to a diet because I was looking at everything wrong. Because I was looking at everything as a black and white, all or nothing situation. And for me, failing meant if I can't stick to a rigid diet that starts on Monday, If I can't stick to that and actually lose the weight, something is wrong with me. And the reason I couldn't stick to anything is because it was so effing rigid to begin with. And it was because of things like this, this black and white, all or nothing thinking. Following some bullshit diet that you know you're not going to do. You know you're not going to only eat a grapefruit for breakfast. You know you're not going to eat a two-ounce piece of salmon and some greens for lunch, and that's it. And that moment of looking at the diet that that you know that you have set yourself up to eat forever how long you're going to be on it, and already wanting to quit because it sucks, it feels restricted, it feels like you're going to suffocate and die. Okay? I've done all of that. Whatever diet, whatever gimmick has been on the market, I have done it. And it wasn't until I stopped looking at all of this as a diet and I started looking at this as, no, this is just your lifestyle. You're never, because the mentality that I used to have was that I would get to my goal weight, And once I got to my goal weight, then I could loosen up the reins. Then I could loosen up the control. Then I could go back to eating all the good food that got me fat in the first place. No, that was the that was like one of the many problems is thinking that you're doing this weight loss thing in a bubble and then the bubble burst, meaning you get to goal and then you just go back to what you were doing to begin with. That's not fixing the problem. That's like putting a Band-Aid on a gunshot wound. It's not going to work. So it wasn't until I really, really looked at this and said, I will struggle with food. I will struggle with weight the rest of my life. It doesn't matter how much weight I lose, if I get to goal weight or not. This is going to be something, and I don't want to use the word struggle anymore. This is going to be something that I have to work at and be conscious of the rest of my life. I can't afford to fall asleep at the wheel when it comes to eating, when it comes to dealing with my emotions. I can't afford to go to sleep at the wheel because if I do, I will fall back into old behaviors which are not good. And even today, with as much as I've learned, I'm currently down 55 pounds. Like As much as I have learned in this journey, I still know that I I can't afford to get cocky about it and think that things are going to just change one day. They're not. Is it easier? Yes. It's so much easier now. Can I come back from a binge quickly now? Yes. Yes. The same day. Right? Those things didn't exist for me in the, in the, the, the the back then life. Right. So the reason I'm on this rant and like going off and cursing and saying all these things is because a medical professional telling you that grapes are bad is part of the problem. It's part of the problem. And so it's something that we do to ourselves, too, that if we can't do this perfectly, if we can't do this all or nothing, then we're not doing it right. If we hit up the Chick-fil-A or the McDonald's or the Taco Bell or the whatever drive through today and we don't get the grilled chicken and the substituted fucking fruit, we're bad. Right? No. No. What I want you to understand is it's moderation. It's substituting old behaviors for new behaviors. And if you used to sit in front of the TV and Netflix and chill every night with a box of candy, a bag of chips, chicken wings, pizza, whatever your drug of choice was or is, and now you're going to sit in front of the TV and Netflix and chill with some frozen grapes, that's amazing. That in and of itself is a non-scale victory. That is an accomplishment. That is something to celebrate. Because think about the old you. And the old me, when I gained my like almost 100 pounds that summer after high school, I used to eat the big ass fluffy bagels with not spray butter like I use today. I'm talking like real genuine, like like flapping that butter on the bread. I mean, ridiculous. And I would eat like three of those a day. I would go in there and cook up macaroni and cheese with hot dogs I don't even know how many Hot Pockets I used to eat. Just all this garbage that I used to eat and eat. And it's like I couldn't stop, right? And then I'm not even going to get into the fast food addiction that I had. I mean, it was bad. It was bad. Do I still eat fast food? Yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And I know every like dietitian and nutritionist is like clutching their pearls and falling out of their chair and gasping at everything I'm telling you guys, but I keep it real. And I'm not here trying to lose my weight in X number of weeks, X number of months. I'm here to lose it for good. I don't plan on finding it again. That's for damn sure. And so what I'm trying to say to you is you have to do whatever works for you. And again, if, you know, you go to Wendy's or McDonald's every single day for lunch and you get a double bacon, whatever, whatever. And now you go through the drive-thru and you get a single. That's an accomplishment. That's something to celebrate because you're cutting back. And my whole thing about all of this is like, And the reason diets always failed for me is I can't go zero to 100 real quick with the diet. I can't do it. You know why? It makes you feel miserable. It makes you feel like you're actually suffering. And I remember, I think it was South Beach that I did once, one of the times, oh my God. I wanted to die. I was so miserable because I had never eaten like that. I had never given up bread in my life. And so going from like zero to 100 real quick is a real fast way to fail and then you end up thinking you're the problem when what you actually need to do is just start to cut back in certain areas and you will see a difference. I told you guys before I used to be an avid Coke drinker, Pepsi drinker, could not get enough of it and I'm talking not diet, the real. The thought of drinking diet Pepsi, I actually can remember like back, back, back in the day, um, my family, when I was, I was still a kid, like they finally, they started bringing Diet Coke, Diet Pepsi into the house and I was pissed. Like I was ragey mad about it. And I thought it tasted like shit. I was angry. I stomped around the house. And then as an adult, you know, I didn't really want to drink it at first either. And then all of a sudden, I don't know. I just, I just, j- just did. And to this day, I can't stand real Pepsi or real Coke. I think it is absolutely disgusting. And that's still a non-scale victory that I have to look at and be like, that's amazing. And then, you know, every dietitian and every nutritionist is going to sit here and say, well, you know, Diet Pepsi has, um, you know, aspartame and it has sugar substitutes. And when it hits your bloodstream and blah, blah, whatever, okay. There are so many things that we eat that are not good. And I am going to have my Diet Pepsi every day. I just am. You know, and whether, you, whether that pisses you off or not, I don't care. I'm sorry. I just don't care. Because that's something for me that I can still enjoy. And I have to also look at, I didn't even drink water until I was in my 20s. Like, what? I used to think water was nasty. It used to make me gag. And so when I hear people say things like, grapes are bad for you, or you really shouldn't have grapes as a snack, I want to smack them. Because those people don't take into consideration our journey and where the fuck we came from. They have no idea the struggle. They have no idea what we used to do. They have no so the people that want to nitpick me because I have oh my God, a diet Pepsi have no idea how many real pepsis I used to drink a day with zero and I mean zero water intake. so the fact that I drink a hundred ounces of water and oh my God, I have a, a diet Pepsi at each meal i i just i i can't I can't with those people I can't I cannot interact with people like that. And for someone to make a comment, a medical professional who understands nutrition, to say something about me eating grapes as a snack and getting, like, snippy about it, I, I, I can't with you. Like, I literally just can't with you. You know, I I understand that fruit has sugar. It has natural sugar in it. It's the sugar that we should be eating versus, like, Slickers bars and cupcakes and eating icing out of a can, Right? But let me say something, and if you're diabetic or whatever, just don't listen to this because I don't know how all that works, and I don't—I'm not going to pretend to know how it all works with the blood sugars and whatnot. With if you are diabetic, for a normal, healthy, average person who I have never, ever in my life heard of someone gaining weight and becoming obese because they ate fruit every day. Prove me wrong. I don't know. I—I I, I have never personally seen or know of anyone. Who gained all their weight and became fat and obese because they ate a bowl of grapes. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Right? So for me, I just have to tune that kind of stuff out because I know where I came from. I know my journey, and I know that I'm kicking ass. And I said to her, I said, Well, that's funny, I lost seven pounds, so they must not be doing they must be doing their job, right? <laughs> I mean, come on. But come on, this is the thing. And this is, I know I am ranting and I know I am on one right now, but like here's the deal. I feel like so many of these medical professionals, a lot of dietitians, a lot of nutritionists, what have you, they only know what they know from a textbook. They only know what they know because that was what they were taught and that's what they've been conditioned to say. And they've never actually personally struggled with weight. They have never personally been a binge eater or an emotional eater or had any of those issues that we know we deal with. And so I can respect that you went to school for something or you got a license in something. But what I can't respect is when you don't actually know the struggle. And my thing is I will never, ever, 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 ever hire a nutritionist, a personal trainer, any of those things. I would never hire one of those types of people unless they used to be fat. I will never hire someone that was not fat in their past life because they cannot understand the struggle. And it's just like if I put myself in the shoes of like, I have no idea what it's like to be in the shoes of someone who has been thin their entire life because with that comes thin privilege. And that's a topic for another day. So I don't know what that feels like. I only know what it feels like to grow up being the fat kid, to have all these weight and body image things throughout my entire life. That's all I've ever known. So I don't ever want advice about diet, about exercise, unless that person used to be fat and used to struggle with their weight. I just don't want to hear from them. I don't because they're textbook, they're black and white, they're all or nothing and they and this is this is the thing that like just eats me up. This is the like the biggest thing that I can't stand. They all have the mentality of, "Well, you just need to eat less and move more and you'd lose weight." Girl. Yeah. If only, right? Like here's the thing. Eat less, move more? That is actually how you lose weight. If you want to lose weight, you have to cut back on what you're eating and you have to start moving more. That's it. There is no secret. There is no magic cure. There is no magic pill. It's eat less, move more. But my problem is that the medical community, for the most part, they do not take into consideration the element of emotional weight. They do not take into consideration Binge eating and emotional eating and all of that stuff. They don't take that into consideration. Right? So uh, this just, it it fires me up because I feel like this is the reason so many of you cannot get to the goals that you want to get to because you have people giving you this black and white answer or you've set yourself up just like this. And this is what I talked about in the previous episode about shooting all over yourself, that you're sitting there saying, well, I shouldn't really eat a bowl of grapes because my doctor, my doctor told me that it does this to my blood sugar. And blah, 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 blah. So now what do you like? It, it just it it breaks my heart. It makes me angry because this is why so many of you are setting yourselves up to fail. So what I want to just say, because I know I could go on and on and on and on and on about this, what I want you all to do, what I want you to think about is those non-scale victories, right? If you're eating a banana and a bowl of grapes every night, what were you eating before? Were you eating a gallon of ice cream at night? Were you eating a bag of chips? You know, were you not even consuming fruit? Fruit is healthy, (laughs) I just like I can't I can't even with this grape situation they're healthy okay you know I I just I, I don't even know what else to say about this um but what we have to do is we have to stop the all or nothing thinking we have to stop looking at BMI charts we have to stop listening to people who have only learned what they know through a textbook and I'm not saying every doctor every nutritionist every medical professional is wrong they're not but if you're going somewhere and they don't have compassion or they don't care to know your story or your journey or all the other elements that are coming into play you need to go somewhere else that's what I'm saying You know, it's just um, there's something to me so much more relatable in a person who is in health and wellness who used to be in my shoes. I can relate to them. and I think that's why so many of you relate to me because maybe like I'm a little bit further ahead than you are right now. So you can relate to me. You can look up to what I'm telling you because I'm not just speaking bullshit from a book. I'm speaking from experience right? I don't eat the best nutritionally sound diet, but I'm losing weight. And guess what? That shit ain't coming back. It hasn't come back. (laughs) So argue with me all day, you know, and guess what else? I'm happy. I don't feel like I'm starving. I don't feel like I'm being deprived. I don't feel angry when I make my summer salad every day because I love it. But years ago, if you told me I had to order a salad or that I should order the salad, I was mad. If you told me that I should actually get the Diet Coke and now that I get the Diet Coke, it's not good enough either. You see what I'm saying? You have to learn how to be okay with your choices. You have to learn how to... Go from the lifestyle you're living now, which let's say it's binge eating, it's eating a lot of junk food, it's, you know, all the things you know you you probably shouldn't be eating. How do you go from that to a place that's healthy and in moderation so that you can lose the weight? And you're not going to do it from zero to 100. It just doesn't work like that, you know? Um. So, you know, I'm going to sit here and eat my damn grapes and I'm going to love it and, um... I'm going to enjoy it because they're good. They're good. They're good and your girl's losing weight and I know that they're healthy for me. They're clean and that's why you guys, I don't I don't really get on here ever and talk about how to lose weight. I don't really get on here like the actual food choices. I talk about it from the emotional standpoint, losing the emotional weight, gaining your confidence, losing the body image stuff. I don't really believe in getting on here and talking about, well, you should eat this and you should eat that because it's different for everyone right? It's different for everybody because everybody is different. And this is another reason why like I don't subscribe to the whole diet thing. I don't subscribe to keto diet and Whole30 and, you know, high fat, low carb and all this other stuff that's out here. If that works for you, that is amazing. And you have to do what works for you. But I personally do not believe in dieting in the traditional sense of like depriving yourself of certain things because life, right? Life. Um, And what has worked for me as far as the way that I eat is following what I know through Weight Watchers. I'm not calling it WW. It's Weight Watchers. Weight Watchers to me has never been about or felt like a diet ever. And I, I'm forever grateful for Weight Watchers because that is what saved me in terms of eating. And then I had to do all the work on the emotional weight stuff, right? That's the stuff I had to go do. But Weight Watchers taught me moderation. It taught me that if I, like, I know I'm a, a chronic, I was, and I'm, like, recovering binge eater that would just, like, pile the food on and pile the food on. Weight Watchers taught me to, like, slow down, measure that shit. And then track it and count it. And guess what? That keeps me accountable. That may not work for you and that's okay. You have to do what works for you. But you have to find something that does not feel like you're suffocating and that you're restricting and that you just don't. Because if you don't want to do what you're doing, it's not going to work and it's not going to last in the long run. You know, what works for me is I have my breakfast and my lunch is down to a science every day. It's the same thing every day. Maybe some changes up here and there. But for the most part, 95% of the time, it's the same food. Where things get changed up is like dinners and some of the weekend stuff. But it works for me. That actually lets me lose the weight. If I was like all buttoned up and tightened and, and just trying to like do this like hardcore plan all the time, I would not want to do it. And you have to be comfortable. And my thing is this. I took the timelines away. I took away all the expectations. All I care about is that I either go down on the scale every week or it stays the same. As long as it's not coming back. And what I'm doing is working. And I also attribute a big piece of it to the emotional weight stuff that I'm doing through Irresistible You. That is what has been my saving grace as well. Is like doing that work on myself, enjoying the journey, not waiting to get to a certain number and then say, oh, I'll I'll work on my confidence then. Oh, I'll I'll do that then. No. Right? So I want you to start doing the same. I want you to find what works for you. Stop comparing yourself to other people. Stop doing what someone else tells you they think you should do. Stop shitting all over yourself. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go back to the, the last episode. I talk all about shooting all over yourself. Um, and celebrate those non-scale victories for real. Like if you're substituting something that you never used to eat before, like celebrate that shit, girl. Like you did it. You did that and I want you to keep doing it. You know, that's how we get to a lifestyle that is livable that we can do the rest of our life. Right? So I don't know what else to say about that because it just, it really fired me up and I wanted to share with you guys. I didn't have like a set agenda or bullet points for this episode. I was like, I just got to get on here and like, bleh, like, get it out because I know you guys can relate to it. So on that note, um, go get some grapes. I'm going to go eat me some grapes um, and I'm going to catch you in the next one. Until then, stay irresistible. Bye.